Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vanessa's Cafe Podcast. Today's guest is Shaniqua Dasha with Dasha Creations. Welcome, Shaniqua. Hey, girl. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're so, so busy. Sure. And I know we initially connected, I think, in August. Mm-hmm. I invited you to come on my show, and things have just been so busy. Crazy. Which is why I'm so excited to even have you, because I just love everything you do and how involved you are in the community and your children's lives and, you know, all the things that you are doing. So I'm really excited. Thank you so much for taking the time to absolutely, be here. Absolutely, absolutely. It was almost meant to be when you said, oh, I'm available. I was like, perfect. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much. Why don't we start off? Why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? All right. Well, hello, hello. I am Shaniqua Dasher of Dasher Creations. I am a creative educator, author, and a DIY expert. Um, we'll talk about all the things that I do because I do many. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. I mean, I think I've, I've figured out pretty much everything at this point, but um, I just sometimes I'm, I wonder how you even find a time to do everything. It's a good question. Yeah. I have to schedule it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. literally, if it's not on my Google calendar, then it's not happening. Like mm-hmm. I'd schedule everything down to like, everything probably brushing my teeth if I need to <laughs> yeah. which time management is of essence especially when you're you know a business owner right absolutely mm-hmm. yeah so I'm a serial entrepreneur I definitely um has, this has been a, a journey of like being able to pick up what I'm supposed to do when I'm supposed to be doing it and some people are like well why do you do so much and honestly I'll be very 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 honest with you because it's literally my life's purpose everything I do is aligned in my purpose And so I just can't find myself not doing Mm -hmm. one or the other. I have dropped some things, but (laughs) everything I do is in line with my purpose. So it Mm -hmm. it is what it is. It doesn't feel like like work, right? Exactly. God won't put more on me than I can bear. It does not feel like work. It's fun uh, to the Mm -hmm. point where my husband feels like I don't even have a job. And I'm like... Sir, I have 13 jobs, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But he's like, he's jealous because I do what I love. (laughs) Hopefully he'll he'll be in that in that space at some point in the future. He does like a he does a combo. So he works Mm -hmm. his regular IT job and then he DJs. So when he DJs, he understands. Like he knows it's work. Mm -hmm. It's work. It's fun, but it's work. (laughs) It's it's when you want to find your passion. That's it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So let's backtrack a little bit to uh, we're not going to give away any ages, but Mm -hmm. let's go back to um, tell us a little bit about your very first time, I guess, when you just discovered that you had a passion for art or teaching educating um we can go all the way back to just me being in honestly being a child really I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've always had a passion for and even in just being a youth like 10 years old I've always had a passion for like working with children from the very 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 beginning the what do you want to be when you grow up I wanted to be a child psychologist mm-hmm. um, and so that was like heavy heavy hidden for me I didn't have any family that had gone to college like immediate family so my mom didn't go to college um, my dad I didn't necessarily grow up with he did go to college but again I didn't grow up with him mm-hmm. um, and so all the rest of my family hadn't gone to college, but I knew I wanted to work with kids and I wanted to make a difference some kind of way. Um, Mm -hmm. And so when I went to Florida A&M, which is my alma mater, um, I started as a psychology major 
And what I realized was you cannot start, you can't be a psychologist without getting your master's, then your doctorate and all of that stuff. Like the, the career path to make the money is, is, is a long one. Mm-hmm. So I ended up actually transferring from psychology to the college education. And so I started and and in the career of being a teacher. Um, And so I did that for a while. And in that process, I met two of my business partners, um, LA and Summer, and we started um, our business, the Art of Confidence Foundation. So that's my performing arts company for kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, I think, definitely propelled everything that I've done um, from that very moment. Like from LA, I learned so much about business and just like really like we I was a teacher, like real life teacher. Like Mm -hmm. all I knew was being a teacher, grading papers and, you know, going to school, having my summers off. And that was that. (laughs) Um, But from L.A., I really learned a lot of that business sense. And Mm -hmm. we had that performing arts company. We literally started with. I think we pulled together money and bought our building. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really, really, really cool. It was a great experience. Um, and then it just transitioned from there. I had my daughter and then Dasher Creations was born where I started making custom tutus and shirts and all kinds of cute stuff um, because I didn't find what specifically, you know how you have a vision for something? Mm-hmm. You, you want to have that vision. And yeah. I couldn't find what I was envisioning. So I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to make this. So I learned how to make it and everybody was like oh that's cute can you do this for such and such birthday can you do this for such and and it literally went from there um I remember that phase because you know you were posting a lot sharing a lot I think it may have also started with your daughter too yep you had like a Chanel theme for her yeah yeah that was like we did a really big um my one of my best friends she was like okay you're gonna do this do it right like she was like so book this photographer um it's Janelle C photography she was my first photographer and we did a huge brand shoot she literally shot with me and probably five or six kids for a day like Mm -hmm. a couple of hours and I I had all my little looks lined up and I'm like, okay, we're doing the little breakfast at Tiffany's look. We're doing this look. We're doing that look. We had some little bow tie looks for the boys and I just made all the stuff. I did a mommy and me look, all of that. And we shot out all of those photos. I mean, to this day, I love, love, love that photo shoot. But mm-hmm. that was like what kicked my brand off. Yeah, yeah. And I think Kayla's picture went viral. And this is before I even understood what, social media. And what viral meant. Yeah, right? it was before I understood social media. It was before I understood what viral meant. And so I learned a very important lesson because as I put that picture out, it was like a little picture of her. She's in the little dress that I made, had these little cute little gloves and mm-hmm. had this little teacup. And she was sitting on the stairs. And when I tell you that, picture was everywhere and I had no branding on it. I did not put my watermark. I don't even think Janelle's watermark was on it. It was just out there. And I was like, wait a minute now, make sure you tag me. And I'm like, but it was my fault because I should have put my watermark Mm -hmm. on it. I should have put my branding on it, but I had no clue, right? I'm this teacher that's just like getting started. And I didn't even use social media before I had a business. So... (laughs) So you may like walk into a store or something and exactly. see a daughter's picture see on, a, I mean, on a product. It was, yeah, it was, it was all over the place. People were picking it up. Mm-hmm. That was, how long ago was that? It was when she was two. So she's nine now. So it's about seven years mm-hmm. ago, but I was really, really fresh to social media. Yeah. A friend of mine, I think had ordered 
the set for for her daughter's photo shoot then also. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yay! Yeah. So um, let's talk really quickly about your drink of choice. I Ooh. forgot to mention that in the beginning before whipped cream has almost melted. Ah! But um, Shanika chose hot chocolate as her favorite, one of her favorite beverages. Mm-hmm. So that is what we have prepared for today. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to actually read off a little bit, uh, some fun facts about hot chocolate. Ooh. Did you know that hot chocolate originally um contained a mixture of ground cocoa beans, water, wine, and uh, chili peppers. Wine and chili peppers? Mm-hmm. Oh. It was actually, um, it, it was created in Spain. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. I want to taste that. I know. That sounds kind of good, right? <laughs> <It does. laughs> yes. I will give you the ingredients after yes. the show. But- yeah. And, and it said that not until actually it was picked up by the um, English or the British is um, when they started adding milk, milk. to it. Mm. And they took away, of course, you know, the chili pepper and the wine. And, and they added sugar. So it did not have any sugar prior. Okay. Okay. So a very interesting that taste. very interesting. So then I, I Googled what country drinks the most hot chocolate. Chocolate. Ooh. And number one is Portugal. Interesting. I would have never. Yeah. Thought it, so. And as a matter of fact, so, you know, Portugal, Finland, Colombia and Spain. So those are top four. I didn't get a chance to see top five, but I didn't even see United States within the top 10. That's crazy. Yeah. And you think cause it, it just seems like hot chocolate is like the good old American thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's how we make everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, well, when I go to Portugal or Spain. Yeah. I mean, well, not Portugal, or uh-huh. Spain, but when I go to Portugal, that's what I will make sure that I have. Yes, I travel absolutely. a lot. So yes, I know. Now I'm yeah. Now I'm like okay. When I go to Portugal, I gotta have some hot chocolate. Here's another fun fact: Who first put marshmallows in hot chocolate? Ooh, the Ghostbusters. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Who was it? The Egyptians. What? Yes, they oh. were actually the ones that invented marshmallows. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Yes. Lots of fun facts. Walk like an Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. The yeah. Egyptians invented marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then then I looked up, well, you know, because I saw a lot of a lot of articles actually reference back to what hot chocolate is actually good for. Uh-huh. And it has um, stress busting qualities. Ooh. It contains flavonoids, which improve blood flow so it could actually reduce the chance of blood clots lower blood pressure improve heart health and helps you think better thanks to better blood flow to the brain that's lovely it contains less fat it's less extra ingredients so homemade hot cocoa is better for you than instant mixes of course obviously which are full of sweeteners oils and synthetic ingredients but for a healthier cup of hot cocoa you know they have all these recipes but they basically are giving you ideas of making your own hot cocoa and it it shares all these great actual like health benefits Wow. Which I also did not know. So I, I think I need to drink a little bit more hot chocolate. A little more hot chocolate. Like, yeah. when I tell you, my kids are obsessed with hot chocolate to the point where we have a hot chocolate bar in our house on the counter year round. <laughs> Wow. Year round. <laughs> well, my kids like it too, but they also like the cold, um, well, chocolate milk, uh, I guess. Oh, yeah. They love That yeah. variant too. They love chocolate too. milk too. Yeah. So go ahead and try. I sure will. Let's so cheers. Cheers. Hold on. Oh, I thought this one has Cha-ching. handles. Cheers. Mm. 
And that's a good one. So this hot chocolate I just wanted to share really quickly is mm-hmm. actually made out of a mix from Germany. Oh my. I get a lot of my like grocery items or main ingredients for like food for uh, to cook with mm-hmm. from Germany and my kids love the German hot chocolate or the chocolate um, powder yes. so my mom always ships it across so this one's mm. called Kaba K-A-B-A Kaba I like it mm-hmm. it's yummy mm. mm-hmm. now I really want to try the wine the wine with the, oh yeah with the I know I thought that was so interesting I had no clue yeah that's so cool mm-hmm. how often do you go back to Germany um I, I typically used to like to go back every two years but now since you know COVID COVID <laughs> um everything's kind of throw everything off and now like just the other day I was looking through our documents and half of our passports have expired oh my goodness I'm like because I haven't even looked you know I yeah. wasn't really paying attention yeah so now I'm kind of like initiating that now so maybe I don't know hopefully within the next year or two yeah and yeah. I miss um I miss like my farther like Mm -hmm. I've traveled since COVID has happened but I've gone like places that are close because I just Mm -hmm. feel like I don't want to sit on a plane with a mask for like 25 hours (laughs) I know and all the restrictions Uh and everything else it's not fun it's not and then the routing is a lot different as well like Mm -hmm. so we usually go places like Bali and Thailand and stuff like that those are long those are like Mm -hmm. 24 hour 27 hour days flying and I just I haven't done it yet and we used to do with the Art of Confidence Foundation we used to do um, mission work over in Kenya and Nairobi so we do acting dance voice reading um, enrichment for different orphanages over there Wow! Um, and so we were going I think we went twice in one year at a point but dun 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 then COVID and it just completely (laughs) killed our last trip that we were supposed to have in 2020 yeah <sighs> but i'm coming back babies <laughs> <laughs> i know it's just like I, I i just hate that 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 word you know just to begin with because it just created so much yeah you know um well it, i guess you know it created people have lost their lives one you know some people have been affected by it on the long long run yeah and i have suffered from different you know health impacts Mm -hmm. that they will probably carry through the rest of their lives and then you know just everything people losing their jobs and displaced and literally changed the way awful life is going to be from not not just for this time period no moving 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 forward forward forever absolutely so I wanted to touch base on you meant you would spoke um a little bit about school earlier, but you mentioned to me that you went to 13 schools. Ooh, girl. Yes. <laughs> so I moved around a ton mm-hmm. when I was younger. Um, because we came from very humble beginnings. So we moved around uh, a lot. And I went to 13 different schools from kindergarten to 12th grade. I think I went to Five high schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to five different high schools. I finally landed and graduated at Antioch High School in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I think I spent two years there. And then the other th- three schools were like within the first two years as mm-hmm. well. So, I mean, it, it was a lot of moving around. I definitely learned how to make friends quickly mm-hmm. wherever I was and definitely have like different best friends for all of the different phases of my life. Of your life yeah. moving. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I believe it. You know, I was I was sharing with you that my daughter's 
somewhat went through the same thing. And one thing that they regret is that they do not have like long term friends yeah. that they've been friends with since kindergarten or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think we've lived here long enough where they've established some friend base. Yeah. But, I, you know, I always think it's great. Like we mentioned, we, we spoke, you know, about... Social media in today's world allows them to stay connected regardless of where they are. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think it just opens you up for culture and, you know, just different people. Mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed living in different parts of the country. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. So you shared a little bit about Dasha Creations. And then you also um, at some point had an after school program, right? That you were. I that still you do. Oh, you yeah. still do that. So I still do. So mm-hmm. with the Art of Confidence Foundation, we now contract out in after school programs and we do the acting and the dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we put a big production on at the end of the year. So actually, was it two weeks ago? Not two weeks ago, a week ago, we did our final production of Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. um, which was so much fun. The kids, they always do such a great job. COVID affected that as well. Mm-hmm. I usually have about 60 to 80 kids doing a full production. This year, I think I had a total of 35. Um, so it kind of cut in half, basically. And it yeah. really started off really slow. And then the kids realized, oh, She's back. (laughs) Um, So it's always a treat for me. It's a very stressful time, but at the same time, it's a very rewarding time. The kids are always so proud of their finished product. The parents are always pleased with what happens. And we always put a little spin on whatever play we're doing. So if it's Alice in Wonderland, you may catch a little outcast playing for the hip hop dancers in Alice in Wonderland. It's just, we always like funk it up a little bit. So it's fun. That's (laughs) awesome. So what is the age range for those children that you host this after school program for? Okay. So it's K through five. Mm -hmm. um, And they're so, so cute. I love just the whole finished product that we do. I'm always really, really big about them being professionals backstage. Mm -hmm. So I actually did three cartwheels for them or they were round offs, but I did three round offs for them at the end of the play. I said, if y'all are quiet backstage and you do what you're supposed to do, then I'm going to do three round offs. (laughs) They were so excited. Like when the play was over, they're like, so you're going to do the round offs. (laughs) (laughs) so i did i think and they got them on video i think i put one of them in one or Uh one of my reels on the um, on my social media but yeah that's awesome so much fun and that's what i always offer them at the end i'm like if you do a really good job i'm gonna do three round offs and usually what happens is there's kids from two different campuses so Mm -hmm. there's k through two at one campus three through five at the other campus but they're all in one play together Mm -hmm. i work with them separately but they work separately for the full year. And then the last week before we do the production wow. is when they combine. And so it is a hot mess on that first day, yeah. that second day, sometimes even the third day. And I'm like pulling my hair out. And then on that last day, they always knock it out the park. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's you and two other partners, right? So it's just me now. My uh-huh. other partner actually moved to Dubai. Um, and so she moved to Dubai and my other partner took another position at a school. So it's literally just me running the after school program now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So if any parent was interested how can they basically um, enroll their child into your after school program? So what they would need to do is reach out to me and talk to me about uh, talk to my company about being at their child's school. Because right now I'm at specific schools. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. So if if I'm not at their school, then it, but they feel like their school needs that particular 
acting, dance, mm-hmm. voice, then just let me know. You know, reach out and say, hey, you know, my kid's school could really use this after school. And I will go and talk to their principal after school liaison or whoever it is and get on in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. I didn't know that they would like contract from the outside yep. to get something like that taught to the children. I think that's great yeah. involvement because sometimes you wonder, you know, how much time they're really wasting. Because I, I remember, I think my kids for the most part had their schoolwork done mm-hmm. uh, in during that those after school hours. Yeah. Um, but then I, you know, I'm just like, what else are they doing really? Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's where the enrichment like really does play mm-hmm. a good role because yeah because others sometimes they're like homework and then maybe like playground time and right and so right. you come and pick them up but that enrichment piece that gives them something to look forward to whether it's one day a week or two mm-hmm. days a week and they actually have a finished product that you can see at the end yeah because i you know also for really busy parents they may not be able to take the child to a program like that myself included you know? like my yeah. daughter she participated in my program mm-hmm. um when when covid really first hit i actually did it virtually So Mm -hmm. she was able to participate with me. Um, But other than that, I actually pay somebody else's performing arts company at her school so Mm -hmm. that she can actually just go while she's after school versus me going on uh, seven o'clock at the night on a Thursday or Saturday morning. Okay, guys, I'm so anti Saturday morning stuff like it's when I had my studio, we literally were at the studio all day on Saturdays. And so from then on, I vowed, unless I absolutely had to, that my children would not participate in Saturday morning activities. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Call me bad if you want to. I'm not getting up. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I know it's something about that Saturday morning. Mm -mm, I want my morning. Yeah. I want my morning. And then I have others. I have like sorority stuff. I like, Mm -hmm. I have so much other stuff. I just don't want to add anything else to my Saturdays. Mm -hmm. I really don't. (laughs) <laughs> so recently I was super excited when I saw you um, on Instagram yeah. with Crayola. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about that and how you got to that. Oh, my gosh. How did that partnership come about? Oh, my gosh. So, so amazing. One of my good friends, Lynn Lilly, I, I call her a mentor, even though she may not think she's my mentor, but I do. She is so amazing. Um, I've partnered with her several times doing her show, Creative Living, with Lynn Lilly. Um, and I do on-air segments with her mm-hmm. often. And so she and I have, like, really great energy together. And she loves my work ethic. And she always compliments that. And so she has had a longstanding partnership with Crayola um, and she had a new show coming out with them called uh, Craft and Chat mm-hmm. with Crayola. And so she reached out and was like, hey, I want you to be the first person on my Craft and Chat. Um, I want to connect you with the Crayola team and, you know, let's get this going. And so literally from that, I talked to Crayola about that show. But then I was like, hey, so if you need... <laughs> If you need any other crafters for any of your other segments, let me know because my daughter and I are happy to join the Crayola family. Mm -hmm. Um, So the crafting chat was like our first little audition. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there was an opportunity to do a black history. It was like right on the cusp. It was January and February. It was an opportunity to do a black history project. And so a lot of people were pitching to the team, to the Crayola team about what they could do for black history using the colors of the world. Crayon and uh, colored pencils and markers and their new collection of premium project paper. Mm -hmm. Well, I came up with a really dope concept. I'm kind of proud of myself, but I came up with a really dope concept. When I do crafts, I like to do things that are going to either 
be very aesthetically pleasing or are going to be very useful mm-hmm. or, or both. Um, and so the idea that I came up with a, a card game, a who's that hero card game. And so the card game basically used the skin tones with the paper, the project paper. We did silhouettes with the project paper of the black history heroes. And then the other side was like facts about the black history hero. Mm-hmm. And then the kids could color in like these coloring pages um, that they, that were actually created by, art teacher that I used to work with, Tony Harper Reeves. Um, so it was a big collaboration. I was able to bring in someone um, that I knew that had the art skills yeah. to draw the work. And so we actually created new coloring pages for Crayola and created this card game and did a big launch. It ended up getting so much wow. media coverage. I ended up on the news. Crayola is teaming up with a Florida A&M graduate to create an educational arts and crafts game to teach people about famous African-Americans in history. And ABC 27's Janice Archer tells us how the game's designed to educate and inspire audiences for years to come. Crayola is introducing new art supplies from their Crayola Colors of the World collection through a black history game called Who's That Hero, created by a FAMU graduate. Former teacher Shaniqua Dasher, owner of Dasher Creations, uses creativity to educate her students so they not only learn, but have fun. And she says growing up, there weren't any games that taught her about famous black Americans in history. We didn't have this diversity, we didn't have this creativity, and so as I became an educator, it was my number one goal and mission to provide A, diversity, and B, that creativity. Dasher came up with the Who's That Hero game to inspire students to learn more about black history. Middle school teacher Shandria Poole says she looks forward to using the game in her classroom. There are so many other African-American heroes that even I have not even learned about. So to get Crayola to present these, these different heroes, it's going to be reward. It's going to be... I would say fulfilling. It's going to be very fulfilling. In an email sent to ABC 27, Crayola told us in part, quote, Who's That Hero will educate and inspire audiences for years to come. We are excited for kids to experience it. And as for Dasher, she's thrilled to bring this diverse opportunity to Crayola in celebration of black history. It's just absolutely a dream come true for me because all I want to do is make impact on the world through children and their families. In Tallahassee, Shanice Archer, ABC 27. That sounds like a great idea. And Shaniqua Dasher and her daughter Kayla will be teaching people how to create the Who's That Hero game. To take part, go to Crayola's Facebook page Wednesday at 2 in the afternoon. A list of materials needed to participate can be found there as well. I ended I up in that, Black yes. Enterprise. Like, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was amazing. It was that a gives blessing. Me yeah. <laughs> it was a blessing. And yeah. then from then on, then on I did um, a women's history project with Crayola as well. And then we'll be doing something in the summer That's as well. Awesome. So it's, it's been a really great ride and they're such an awesome company to work with and partner with. Um, so I, I it's been a blessing. For it's Ka- amazing. And I. It's yeah. like, it's like you're making this whole shift, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like in, in, in this world of creatives and um, content creators, mm-hmm. especially, you know, with social media and all that stuff, you do a lot of free, 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 free work. Um, and mm-hmm. you're just always just putting stuff out there. I'm crafting, I'm putting stuff out mm-hmm. there. And then to finally th- see your work going into fruition um, is definitely something that makes my heart sing. <laughs> so I, I feel like I just have seen you do so much. So then you did also, you did some sort of like, um, I saw you box up like supplies, art yes. supplies. Yes. And you were selling it yes. or selling them. Yes. Providing them to families. Yes. Yes. I love it. I'm like, oh my God, this so, is like. 
right. So there's like a number, there's a number of things that I do and that mm-hmm. I love to do. So um, there are two different boxes that you could be speaking of. So there's different craft kits that I create um, that I do mommy and me classes. Like we have on the 22nd of May, we have a mommy and me crafting in the park mm-hmm. um, at Taylor Bronner Park. And so I'll have like little craft kits together. We're making kinetic sand. Um, so that's going to be really, really fun. And that's one of my craft kits. I also have a calculating create craft kits, which cash get calculating create is a program I created. Um, when I was having this itch, I was working as a, we're doing my Etsy shop, right. And mm-hmm. creating, 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 but I miss working with kids. So, I have two degrees in education, a master's and a bachelor's degree in education. I was like, let's put that to use a little bit. <laughs> so I came up with um, this program that basically integrated crafting with math. Because one thing I did realize is every time I'm creating tutus, dresses, T-shirts, whatever, I've got to measure. I've got to mm-hmm. do seam allowances. I've got fractions in my head. Like there's all kinds of math in there. And a lot of creatives don't necessarily like math. There's left brain, right brain, right? So I'm I happen to be a creative that actually loves math. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for that, I can really identify with creative kids that might not love math as much. Right. Um, I can identify with them to create a, a space that makes math feel like, OK, this is worth my time. Um, and that's kind of my superpower. And I'm trying not to add too much more to my plate because I did tutor several students that went from making, I think, D's and and, and F's in math to like being beyond their grade level in math toward the end of the year. Um, and I'm like, I know I need to do this for the children, but I know I can't add something else to my plate. So yeah. I have to find a way to make that happen um, soon. But I really, really love to see that transition and be able to make a difference that way. Cause I know so many kids are struggling with math, especially my little creative girls that that's my power. That, no, yeah. that, that's my passion. Like I love my creative girls and the creative girls that are struggling with math. I just want to, Mm-hmm. help them because I do all kinds of cool stuff. I had like LOL math and all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> so that brings me to one of the books that you oh, yeah, actually that part. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hold it up here into yes. the camera and it is two times two equals one and I'm done. And I'm done. Yes. So you know two times two is not one. But this is about a young girl who does not like math whatsoever. And um, one of the lines in the story, her math teacher asks her to tell her what two times two is. And she was like half sleep and like, I don't want to do this. So she stood up and she was like, two times two equals one. And I'm done. Went back down, sat in her seat, put her sunglasses on and put a purse across her shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) But she ends up loving math in the end because she realizes that helping with the school play, um, she's able to use math in designing the costumes for the school play. She didn't realize like, oh, I do this all the time. I sew, I design costumes. Oh, this is math. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, yeah. So that, that's like creative, creative kids that may not 
enjoy math that much like that's my jam like because I'm gonna mm-hmm. make you love it mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it and most recently so talk about the other two books yes. you've had so what is this book right here so this one is actually the workbook that oh accompanies, awesome yeah so this is the workbook that accompanies two times two equals one, equals one and, I'm, and I'm done and there's actually a bundle in, on my website dashacreations.com there's a bundle that has this book the actual book and then it has tape me- a tape measure accompanied with it because there's different activities in here um, some of which you use tape measures there's different math activities there's like if you remember paper dolls when you were younger there's a paper doll in here mm-hmm. um, there's a slime recipe in here so there's a lot of cool I love it. yeah there's a lot of cool stuff in here and I literally like I crafted How long every did it page take you? okay you want me to tell you a secret mm-hmm. okay so I had this book idea for like a year and I started drafting it and working on it Mm -hmm. and outlining it and like trying to start writing it. And I went, my mom does these things where she like takes my kids. I switch with her. I go to her house. She takes my kids and hangs out at my house. It's called my momcation. So I do a momcation every quarter. Okay. So do my momcation. Mm -hmm. She takes the kids. I go to her house. I'm sitting in silence. Nobody is saying mommy, 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 mommy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting in silence. I wrote this book in a day. Wow. I completely scrapped the concept that I had been working on for a full year. The The first concept was like a girl that was buying slime ingredients at a store with her mom and she had to add up all the prices. I, I scrapped it and I wrote this book in 24 hours. And then from that point, My Matters Publishing, M-Y-N-D, Matters Publishing, amazing, got on, I got on the phone with her. I said, look, I just wrote this book. Like, what do I need to do? She was like, when are you trying to have it out? I said, I want to have it out in a month. Um, So she is a true project manager. She got on top of me. She said, okay, I need this, 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 this by this date. Give me this by this date. She stayed on me because I'm like, remember, I do a thousand things at once. But she stayed on top of me. She got me together and that book came out exactly when it was supposed to come out. Um, And this book, excuse me. Yeah. (laughs) Both of these books came out within that month. Um, I am forever grateful to My Matters. Like, amazing, 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 amazing. There's no way I could have did that by myself. So the, uh, I see that illustrations are provided by... um, Hollis and Polito, yes. So she basically then created that based on the story. Yes. So she created it based on the story. I gave her like an outline sketch of like how I wanted my little diva to look. I mm-hmm. wanted her to have a cute little outfit. So I went into my little creative workshop. You know, I used to make t-shirts. So yes. I was like pulling this from here. I was like, okay, I want to have a little checkered skirt like this. And I want to have this and I want to have this and I, I want her to have it. this curly ponytail. This is how I want her to look. Um, so she definitely took heed to all of my specifications mm-hmm. and helped me come up with that. Um, and yeah, I, I, love, I love it. it. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's great for young girls. Um, definitely my target ages eight to 12. But of course, a little younger <clears throat> is okay as well. Um, but the math in there is adding, subtracting, multiplying, dividing, all that fun stuff. And it says ages eight to 12, yep. right? Ages eight to 12. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Awesome. And then let's talk about this book because that really kind of, yes. you know, hits home for oh, me. Yes. So please share um, your second book with us. Yes. So my second book, um, this one's called Financial Literacy for Kids, Fill Your Buckets. And this is actually co-authored with me. And I don't like to call her my business partner. I like to call her my partner in service. So me and my partner in service, Dr. Lejean Payne or, or Dr. L.A., um, is what we affectionately call her. Um, and so we work together in the financial space. We do a lot of day trading. We do um, investing, crypto, all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. Um, and so we always, always, always kids first, right? This is my partner with The Art of Confidence. So we've always been passionate about educating families and educating children. And so... For the longest we had been saying, okay, we're going to write a book. So we finally did it. <laughs> Pandemic hit, I think. And we finally were like, okay, let's go ahead and get this thing popping. Yeah. So this book is literally my daughter, Kayla. Um, they are the two inspired char- characters. My daughter, Kayla, and her daughter, Nevaeh, um, whose birthday is actually today. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Nevaeh. <laughs> um, and they are going through this journey um, where Kayla is sharing with Nevea how she can invest, save, spend, and share her money. And so Kayla has her own little lemonade stand and she goes through this whole process and shares shares with her how, how she invests, how she shares and who she shares with. And she shares with her in the end as well. Like it's the cutest little story. And it's these, all of those little, <laughs> those little things that invest, share, save, mm-hmm. and spend are buckets, right? Um, and so actually... Tuesday? Yeah. This past Tuesday, I was on Pinterest TV and we actually shared a bit of the book and we did a craft because, of course, nothing would be complete without a craft. So we did a craft where we created our own little DIY money banks. We're not calling them piggy banks, but DIY money banks that had buckets for each of those components. So spend, share, save, um, and invest. So yeah, I'm so, so excited about this book. we really did. We did our thing. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so important. And there's so much, um, there's huge lack of financial literacy when mm. it comes to children, mm-hmm. right? And this is like an opportunity to, to literally change that mindset mm-hmm. and and make a, sh- basically create a whole shift yeah. within a new generation yeah. and get them out of that poverty level. Um, exactly. And into an, in, into just an, a new way of thinking, I Absolutely. would say too. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I mean, traditionally children know what they can do with money is spend it. Sometimes mm-hmm. save it, sometimes just spend it only. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, when you're getting into invest and share, like you said, that takes them out of that, that whole poverty mindset, mm-hmm. right? Because in order to share your money, you have to lose that spirit of lack that says, if I share my money with someone else, I'm not going to have any more. No, you're going to have right. more and more. You're going to be blessed with so much more. Right. Um, right. And the same thing with investing. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, child, if they understood, right. if you started investing at the age of, you know, my babies mm-hmm. have investment accounts, honey. So if you start mm-hmm. investing at the very, very tender age of nothing, Time is of your You will favorite. be a millionaire. Absolutely. You will be a millionaire mm-hmm. shortly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Before you even understand what your bank account looks like. Right. Right. So. Yeah, it's amazing. Great job. And I, I, like I said, I just love all of your initiatives and I feel like I'm missing it. And please let me know I'm if not, I'm missing anything. I'm well, I really want you to talk about your travels, too. Ah! 
my travel song. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so again, like I told you, I do mm-hmm. my momcations quarterly, and then I do my vacations. No, <laughs> I do va- vacations with my husband as well. We usually do about two or three a year. We mm-hmm. do a, like a really, really big trip somewhere like Greece, Thailand, um, Bali, something like that. And we do that with a big group. Uh, my girlfriend runs a, a group called Jet Setters Link. So she's usually a whole bunch of strangers and we get together and we go. So it's singles, couples, everything like mixed mm-hmm. together. And the vibe is always perfect. And we have such a great time. Um, we spend about maybe a week, week and a half wherever we go. And we go sometimes to different locations and stay mm-hmm. um, just depending on where we are. Um, but it's always a great time. Um, and then... We all, my husband and I, we also do like an anniversary trip every year. So we'll go somewhere tropical and sit on the beach. <laughs> I'm like, she's in Greece. Yes. You know? She's in Greece, darling. <laughs> Dress and sensual. Yes, no. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like, it, travel then, is so important. Where did you go? Um, I saw a picture of you too. You were um, like checking out textiles. Ah, that was, I think that was in Bali. Um, yeah. Cause I was, I was with a textile worker. Oh my God. She was so amazing. So she let me sit at her loom mm-hmm. and she taught me how to like create and loom what um, oh, wow, she, that's she, awesome. she makes all kinds of stuff. She makes like little mm-hmm. shirts, dresses, everything. And she taught me how to loom. It was such an experience. I mean, and that's what I love about travel. Like mm-hmm. there's so many different things that you're not going to experience where you live or of even, course. you know, and, and it's so it's such an enriching thing. You learn different cultures, you mm-hmm. eat different food. I had a hard time in B- Bali. I, I got what they call Bali belly and that was not good, but <laughs> I had like the best time in Bali. Like that's the place that if everybody asked me, where would I go again? Or where would I stay for a month? It would be Bali. Like Bali was amazing. I was sick as a dog, but it was amazing. <laughs> Why were you sick? We don't know. <laughs> oh, we don't know. It could have been because I ate very I ate pretty cautiously, right? Uh-huh. And I mostly had like rice and vegetables. I don't know if it could have been the water or whatever, because everything that oh, I sometimes, ate, yeah. but everything I ate, my husband was eating and everybody else mm-hmm. was eating and I was the only one that was sick. So it's, ain't no telling. Yeah. No telling. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes just change, changing climates and stuff could yeah. really affect you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I got sick there. And then I do trips, of course, with the kids. We go on mm-hmm. vacations and stuff as well. Their, their hot spot is the beach, no matter what we do. Like if they can go somewhere with the water, and they don't even like get in the in the, in the beach water. They just like being at the at beach. The beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like my son is always like, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so they just like rather just play in the sand and stuff. Play in the sand. They may go and run. Which is and like, like scorching hot, right? <laughs> they may go run and like put their toe on the wave and pretend that they're like running from the water. But yes. yeah, sand. Build a sand castle. Dig water into the sand, and that's too it. funny. That's it. And I just like to sit there and just relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with everything that you have going on, what is next? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Let me figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I, uh, yeah. 
doing a lot more um, partnerships with different brands mm-hmm. um, and creating content for different brands to just kind of help bring craftiness and mm-hmm. awareness to their brands. Um, definitely. Um, definitely working on, oh, I'm actually working on a course right now. So a digital course um, for Mommy and Me and for individual children to mm-hmm. be able to basically log in and have me at their fingertips and do crafts. And it'll be a monthly monthly subscription. Oh, cool. Um, so that you can just go in, log in, like, mom, I'm bored. Okay, go and log in with Dash Creations and go see her. And then I'll have like a meetup where we can all like share what we've done, all that fun stuff. I'll have those like once or twice a month where we can like meet in person or Zoomy. Zoomy in person um, and actually have live, live me. Um, so working on that right now as well. And I've had a lot of requests for a lot of the tutu stuff that I do. So mm-hmm. I'm creating a tutu university for that. Oh, nice. Yes. So I do ball gowns, regular tutus, ball gowns, all costumes, all kinds of fun stuff. So that's amazing. That'll be chocked full of fun stuff. <laughs> so do you think that, you know, like looking down maybe five to ten, maybe five years from now, this, 10 years is kind of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Five years from now, do you see yourself still kind of in the same space? Do you always want to stay true to your performing arts, you know, program and and, you know, being more hands-on or do you kind of see yourself moving into like a you know having like a maybe a tv show or channel or something, so you know yeah so like I love on-camera work so mm-hmm. definitely could see foresee in the future a television show um one of my like longtime dreams has always to be like always to be like the female version of Mr. Rogers or something like that like have my own network show where I'm doing stuff with kids and creating and all of that fun stuff. So that definitely could be in the future. Um, and I definitely, the performing arts piece is never going to go away. Mm-hmm. It's, that's always going to be a baby um, of ours. And I mean, so much to come. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for what the future holds. Everything just keeps unfolding, 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 unfolding. I'll put it in the atmosphere. Essence Festival needs me for a crafting workshop for all of the people at Essence Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be happening. Yes, it's going to happen. Um, so we're going to put that in the yes. universe um, because I think <laughs> that it would be a, a disservice not to have me there. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things I really, really, really want to do. I want to shut down the Essence Festival, have my own big old corner, have some people working with me and do knock out some kids workshops mm-hmm. and some adult craft that would workshops. Be so cool, like, yeah. I'm I'm excited to do that. Thanks, Essence. Yes. I'll see you soon. In July, right? <laughs> <laughs> so tell me who inspires you. Oh my gosh. My mom. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like my mom always made sure that A, I had joy in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that honestly has created what everything is happening. Everything that's happening for me right now is all about the joy that I have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's always displayed that she's always made sure that myself and my brother have had that. Um, and to this day, no matter if the circumstances are bad or good, she's always got a smile and she's always got a grateful attitude. Um, and I can, I can't help but do the same. Mm-hmm. And so she is my biggest inspiration for that. 
Yeah. I, I think that, you know, every time I have, um, you know, seen you at events or, you know, watched you through Instagram, I just love your personality and you like rub off on others, you Yay. know? And so it's like almost <laughs> you, you just start, you just become more cheerful and happier, I would say. Yeah. You definitely bring that. Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. If you meet my mom, you would like, oh. I see. (laughs) I see. Like everybody immediately adopts her as their mom, too. (laughs) You know, your kind of personality is what is going to get you far, you know, because you're so easy to get along with. And you're you're such an a um, like you invite people into your space. Yeah. And that definitely is going to get, you know, along with your hard work, of course. Yeah. But that's going to get you far. I know that for sure. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, hey, how can people follow you connect with you uh, where do they need to go to find you girl I'm everywhere <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram at Dasher Creations or Calculate and Create you can find me on Pinterest at Official Dasher Creations and so um, I'm there doing live Pinterest broadcasts um, which is something that a lot of people don't know actually exists but it started it back in November Mm -hmm. Um, And so certain creators have the opportunity to do live broadcasts on Pinterest. Um, And so I happen to be one of those creators. So you can find me there and you can find all of the replays of the live broadcast that I've already done on Pinterest. Um, Just update your app if you don't see it. And then in the top left hand corner, you'll see a little TV icon. Um, You can find me on YouTube. We have lots of DIY videos, my daughter and I. Then I have a couple of videos on my own on YouTube at Dasher Creations and Facebook as well at Dasher Creations and you can find me if you're in the ATL at my mommy and me crafting in the park events. The park has been like a perfect place for us to do these DIY Mm -hmm. crafts. It's open space. We're not all claustrophobic. We lay out a little blankets, Mm -hmm. have your little space with your babies, bring your snacks, whatever you want to bring and you can order a craft kit or you can just come for free and bring your own supplies and I'll tell you what the supplies are. So if you look in my Instagram bio, there's a little link link in bio and it has everything that I'm doing and you'll see it there and you'll see Crafting in the Park. Just press that button and come on and see me now. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Yes, yeah, so it, May 22nd, right? May 22nd and then I'm sure there'll be another one in June because everybody's going to beat me up if I don't. <laughs> for those that can't attend exactly yeah yeah and before it gets too hot you definitely want to do one in june exactly yeah exactly awesome like hot heat <laughs> well thank you again thank you so much for being on the show i hope you enjoyed yourself and I your hot chocolate chocolate and, all and my try new try a macaroon too mm. i thought those were different. um oh that sure will don't mind me <laughs> they were for decoration no <laughs> no go right ahead go right ahead well, thank you everyone for tuning in to Benissa's Cafe Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, like, and comment. Thank you for watching. Until next time. Bye, guys. That's good. Mm-hmm.